attention. It's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, my. I was on TV. Gentlemen. Milady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. Sparrow. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That it was all started by a month. Welcome to the Disney Universe Tiki Cast. Uh, this is a monthly uh, Tiki Cast for the Disney Tiki Adventure Community. I am your host Joey, and uh, welcome everybody to our episode number five. Uh, is, like I mentioned earlier, this is supposed to be a a monthly uh, a podcast, but I, I did take February off. It was a busier than expected month between work. Uh, I was a little sick under the weather for most of the month, and uh, things just got out of hand. Planning for Adventureland Day, which uh, will be a big topic on this episode. Uh, we also have a very, very special guest. Uh, you might know him from the Adventurers Club uh, webcomic, and that's Tony Hannock. And he's going to give us kind of like a little uh, uh, history or intro to the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So I'm really excited to have him talk. It was a great discussion. Uh, he's a great guy, and I love the comic. And um, we bring it up a couple times, but uh, I had him on our uh, flagship show, the regular Disney Universe podcast, uh, last year. And he actually made myself and uh, co-host Ryan uh, characters in his comic. So uh, I will uh, reshare that uh, later on, maybe after this episode comes out. And uh, uh wouldn't mind seeing us again, so Tony, you know, I hope to see us again in, in the stories. It's getting really good, but uh, more on that later. Uh, I got some uh, important dates coming up, but um, one thing I was kind of holding off on this recording because uh, I figured, um, as me and Tony were talking, uh, Disney announced that they were going to reveal the full, uh, the new full trailer for The Jungle Cruise starring uh, the Dwayne Johnson. I was going to say The Dwayne. Uh, Johnson, you guys know him as a rock or Dwayne Johnson, but uh, and Emily Blunt, and so I'm like, you know what? I, <coughs> excuse me, I got to save this for uh, uh, for the recording because, as you all know, super excited for this movie. I know a lot of you guys are too. Um, if you paid attention to our page and even my Disney Universe podcast page, uh, that I did kind of dress up as inspired by uh, Dwayne Johnson's character of uh, Frank in the uh, the movie, so. Um, that was a lot of fun. I uh, can't wait to do that again. I'm definitely dressing up for the movie. Um, but I want to do something a little bit different. I'm sure you, a lot of you guys have seen the trailer already. And uh, as a podcast, you can't really uh, see it. But uh, we're going to play it, and I'm going to kind of give my a little uh, reaction. I have seen it already, so this isn't one of those YouTube like instant reaction videos. But you know what? Let's just go to it. So, uh Here's the audio for the trailer for Disney's Jungle Book. So what are you doing out here? There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world, but if it gets into the wrong hands, 
could awaken a great evil. I believe that the legend is real. Which it's not. And I'm going to find it. Which you want. And when I do, just imagine the lives that could be saved. I've been looking for this tree longer than anybody. I've tracked the legend to every village, every island. Nothing. You're searching for something that can't be found. But you've never had the key. Let's do something that's safe. Let's go see some elephants. There are no elephants in the Amazon, and I don't even like elephants. Lady, everybody likes elephants. Know this about the jungle. Everything that you see wants to kill you, and can. Careful. They can smell fear. I am not afraid. Oh, my gosh. A submarine to the Amazon. Foyer! Good night. Oh, I got you. Frank, get it. Hold on. Come on. I got it. Frank. I don't got it. No, 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 no. no. Oh, didn't go the way I planned. Yeah. Oh, man. I cannot wait to see this movie. Um, a great uh, new trailer. Uh, whew. Um, definitely it seems like it's going to have a real uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, vibe to it. It's a little... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but uh, mythical... Uh, fantasy obviously to it um, obviously there's going to be nods to the attraction and one thing that me and Tony uh, were talking about was if it's going to have any ties to the uh, Society of Explorers and Adventurers and by the looks of this trailer I'm guessing there's got to be <laughs> There's, I mean some of the characters look like uh, characters straight from some of those portraits uh, that are seen throughout the Disney parks so let us know what you guys think. I think I think this movie is going to be fun. Uh, I think it could be a step up or, you know, the next series of movies for Disney. And, um, yeah, and they also released a new poster, too, and that, that looks super cool. So uh, let us know what your hype level is for this movie. I, th- I think it's going to be uh, definitely an amazing film. So, uh, and go ahead and support it. Check it out. So um, some of the dates that we have coming up. Uh, I'll go to that. Uh, This has already happened, but tickets for uh, Tiki Oasis in San Diego have gone on sale. And I believe the hotel uh, also have uh, the hotels in the surrounding area have gone on sale. Also, um, I have not checked the status, but uh, let us know if you guys are going. I I, I heard they uh, some seminars and stuff that used to be. Uh, added to the price is now not so and being that i've never really been to tiki oasis i'm not sure how it's run so uh but let us know uh also uh this sunday uh march 15th at 6 p.m the tickets for tiki con in portland oregon uh will be going on sale so i'm going to hopefully be able to get a weekend pass uh as uh, i mentioned before i used to live in portland i really enjoyed it had no idea that there was a TikiCon until I moved back to California, and I feel embarrassed because it's like 
I spent my twenties and good drinking days and uh, hanging out days in Portland and uh, <laughs> had no idea. So, um, but looking forward to doing that. And that that'll be, I believe, uh, July thirty first to August second or third. Uh, I am not sure. <coughs> Excuse me. I probably should have checked on that before, but. And again, if you're going to that convention, let us know because I definitely want to meet up. I haven't been to Portland in about two years and, you know, love the town. So I'm uh, looking forward to visiting there again. Uh, Tiki Oasis, Arizona, or Arizona Tiki Oasis, I believe it, uh, is happening April 23rd through the 26th. And that it will be in Scottsdale, Arizona. And that was an event I was hoping to go to, too, but... Might not be able to because also on that Sunday is Tiki Land Day at Disneyland. And uh, this will be another uh, a fun event uh, ran by the the crew that brought us Adventureland Day. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to make it to that and see those guys again. And let's see. Coming up. Oh, this is really excited. This just got announced uh, yesterday. But on. Uh, where is it at? April 19th, which is a Sunday, uh, Trader Sam Skipper's uh, friend of the show and former guest, and hopefully it'll be another future guest, but uh, Skipper's Christian and Raymond uh, will be guest bartenders at uh, my local tiki bar here in Sacramento, the Jungle Bird. So if you're in the Sacramento area or in the Northern California area on Sunday the 19th, uh, let's uh, fill up the bird. It's, It's a great place, great food, and uh, it's going to be awesome seeing uh, some of these uh, Trader Sam's skippers uh, spreading the Disney love in Ohana in uh, Sacramento. So, again, if you're going to go there, let us know so we can definitely meet up. That'll be a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to that event. Um, yeah, so um, I think before we get to Tony, I'm just going to give my little uh, uh, recap of Adventureland Day that happened uh, just uh, last week at Disneyland, um, this is an event that uh, many of you guys go to. Uh, I was looking forward to this for pretty much since I got back from the last year's Adventureland Day. Um, again, this year was such a great event. It was something that actually, I believe, seemed to be a lot even bigger. I mean, uh, Tiki Tony's been running this for, I think this was his third year. And uh, I went last year. I didn't go to the first one. <coughs> But last year's was uh, was amazing. Like I said, it was one of the funnest times I've ever had at the park. So I was definitely looking forward to it this year. And, oh, man, it delivered. The, everybody's costumes were on point. Um, for the crowd, it was organized brilliantly. Uh, before I really get on uh, how the day went, I just want to give a special, special uh, congratulations and kudos to uh, Tiki Tony and his crew. Uh, he had about 20 people. Uh, helpers helping them out and uh, everything went went really good and um, you know it was hard. I I didn't hear any complaints and the the scavenger hunt was a lot of fun I'll get more on that in later but uh, you know you guys put on a great event and oh man I I can't wait already for next the next event so uh, yeah congratulations and thank you for uh, giving us this event it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so my whole plan was to, uh, um, as, as you know, we just played the Jungle Cruise trailer. I'm really looking forward to this movie. So first thing after I got back from last year, 
was I want to dress like The Rock for uh, um, next year's, which was you know the 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 next Adventureland Day. Because last year I, I kind of went quick and I don't want to say cheap, but I went I went real comfortable. And I, I kind of looked more like Kevin Hart from Jumanji with a you know shorts, vest, t shirt, and a hat. But I really wanted to go. I don't say all out, but uh, I wanted to go real. Uh, Adventurelandy, and especially with a new movie coming out, and there's a couple of fellow skippers. Uh, you could tell they're ready for the movie too. So uh, uh, that was a lot of fun. And the reason I say I didn't want to go all out because there are some people that went all out in full safari uh, gear, and they looked amazing. So a couple of Indiana Joneses, uh, his father, you know, Papa Jones, what I call him, and um, some of these headdresses that a lot of the women had. Uh, you know, a lot of fezzes. I mean, it was really cool. So we get to the park and everybody's, you know, you, you could tell because uh, you see the regular park goers. And if you've never been to like a, a dress up day or a theme day, it's funny when you look around and people are looking around Main Street and they're like, all right, that guy's wearing a safari hat or that guy's wearing this. Why is he dressed like a skipper? You know, they don't really realize what's going on. And especially when the whole group shows up in Adventureland. So, um, well, first of all, uh, sadly, I, did, I wasn't able to do the first photo and um, uh, Tiki Room. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like a ride takeover, but Tiki Room's not a ride. It's a show, but uh, that was the first thing on the event. Um, I wasn't able to do that because I had an early boarding pass for Rise of Resistance, and so I had to ride that, but I made it in time <coughs> Excuse me for the uh, Jungle Cruise uh, takeover, which if you have never been, I mean, let me start that over. I, I apologize. You have never been on the Jungle Cruise until you've ridden with people dressed up in safari gear, indie gear, tiki gear. It is amazing. The skippers are a little extra. Um, they're great anyways, uh, most of the time. And, but it's like, they, they, they really like, all right, they, they were on point. And so that was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, what, 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 uh, it was nice because it ran into our friends. A special shout-out to Andre, Beth, and their daughter, Izzy. Uh, they were all these, I forget the, the, the proper name, but they're like the old-timey pilots. And uh, so they were all dressed up in that. So we we pretty much hung out most of the uh, Adventureland days. So that was that was awesome. And um, ran into a gentleman. Uh, you guys probably know him on Instagram and through the Tiki community as a uh, Tiki King and we uh we we've been in contact uh through through the other podcast and uh, what he did uh very nice gentleman gave me one of his hand carved tiki idols that go uh a necklace with a uh, Mickey ears uh I posted it on the other the other podcast page I'll post it on this one but um awesome awesome uh craftsmanship his his art his craft is awesome so uh, if you don't follow him, definitely check out his Instagram, the Tiki King on Instagram. And, uh, I, I believe it's, uh, he has his website, TikiKing.com. He's got a YouTube channel. Uh, it, I'm, I'm going to post this again cause I love it. Uh, it's really appreciative. Super nice guy. We're, we'll get him on the show really soon. Uh, and talk about some of his, uh, love for Tiki and obviously his, uh, carving. So, uh, that, and so we are on the boat. So, uh, again, sir, thank you very much. That was super awesome. And, uh, um, can't wait to talk to you. Um, next after, let's see the jungle cruise. Uh, 
we're all everybody you know everybody's just hanging out taking pictures i think uh i think we went back to uh galaxy's edge because we had a little bit of a break and so uh i won't get too much into that we rode uh uh, smugglers run w- with uh, Andre and family. Then uh, by the time we came back, it. Oh yes. <clears throat> by the time uh, we were off the ride, we we're headed back because it was time for the second photo uh, down by the Hungry Bear, and we were like, "Oh crap! It's in five minutes!" So we hurry up and go through that Hungry Bear entrance, and literally, literally show up like a minute before. Like the main picture gets shown, um, the Mark Twain was coming back because they're waiting for it for the background. Uh, Skipper Freddie led the uh, adventurer song, uh, did that great. Uh, normally that that was done by uh, Chris Bomono, but uh, sadly he was uh, feeling under the weather that day. So, uh, but Skipper Freddie filled in and filled in uh, perfectly. So um, that was awesome, and I just I thought it was kind of funny because I'm like. We just got back from Galaxy's Edge, and you know people were probably waiting and got there early to get in the picture, and it was a huge crowd. I posted it on our Instagram, and somehow you know I show up late and wind up right in the very front, <laughs> the way the angle was. So uh, you see the little uh, short, chubby uh, Jungle Cruise skipper right next to all the safari people. So kind of stood out, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Everybody kind of hung out after that. Then we're getting ready for the big uh, treasure hunt. And uh, it it was done very well. It was challenging. Uh, I'm not a big puzzle person or, I, you know, a lot of people do crosswords or clues and all this stuff. And so it took me a while to figure it out. Thank God I had my buddy Udi uh, with me. He was a, a fellow podcaster from the Leaving Today podcast and a first time Adventureland day goer had a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, uh, Andre and Beth, you know, we all worked as a team and we finally, you know, it, it took me a little bit. Like I said, I had them, uh, I was, I was riding their uh, coattails at first and it finally took me a while to realize what was going on. So, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, we were going all over the park from Adventureland to Fantasyland to, uh, Tomorrowland and to Main Street back to Adventureland in time to get our, uh, our treasure, which was an awesome compass pin, uh, designed by, uh, Tiki Tony himself and, uh, distributed by the Tiki land trading company. And it was super cool. So it it was worth the, the fun. And, um, it was a great, great treasure hunt. So again, to the crew that put that together, good job. The story was awesome. Uh, it was challenging, which is always cool. Cause you don't want to make something too easy. And, um, you got to earn the treasure. So of course everybody kind of uh um was was mingling where the treasure was found which was uh close to Mickey I think it was between Mickey and Minnie's house at Toontown. So uh that was a lot of fun. Then I think we broke for lunch. I think that was a regular time. Uh so uh of course we had lunch at uh one of Udi's uh, best favorite places in the entire park is Rancho Zucalos and I can't argue with that. So we had lunch there. And I think we met back up with Andre and Beth. No, no, no. We kind of split up for a little bit. Uh, We bypassed. This is a really bad trip report. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I think we bypassed the Indy ride because we had a fast pass for it later. 
and we jumped over to uh, California Adventure real quick and uh, did a few things over there. <clears throat> then, uh, of course, you know, no, no Adventureland Day is complete without a visit to Trader Sam's and Tango Row Terrace. That's the official ending of the place. Of of the uh, of the event of the Adventureland Day, so uh, we made it over there, and that's where we met up with Andre and Beth. They had a nice little table right in the middle of uh, uh, Tanker Over Terrace, which um, you guys know. Uh, of course, we all love Trader Sam's and everything, but since they remodeled Tanker Over Terrace and the outside, I just love being out there. It's always awesome, always perfect, and uh, so they were sitting in the middle, and. Uh, we were next to the table. Uh, I forget the other gentleman and, and a nice young lady, but it was a Skipper Chuck's uh, table. So I got to meet the uh, the famous Skipper Chuck. Uh, uh, I'm sure many of you follow the Instagram. It's one of the best Safari Adventureland Instagram pages out there. And so got to meet that little little blue celebrity. Can't wait to hang out again. And then I finally was able to meet um, Ann. Uh, from Tiki Land Trading. You guys know her as Lost Tiki Girl. Um, excuse me. <coughs> I'm still getting over this cough. It's been <laughs> over a month and a half. Um, and because I, I had her and Joel on our uh, the flagship show uh, last year talking about one of the Tiki Land Trading events um, that hopefully I'll be able to make it to someday. So it was nice finally meeting her. And, you know, and, you know, she was asking about the how we thought about the uh, treasure hunt. And I said, it was good as challenging as a lot of fun. So big kudos there. And, uh, and the, cause we were on our way out. So I just wanted to say hi. So it's cool. You run into people that you meet, uh, you know, online and through the, the Tiki community. So again, like I said, everybody that ran this event, you guys, the hard work you guys put into this was awesome. Um, it's one of those things that I, I, I like, as long as you guys are doing this, this will be like my, one of my big uh, events or, you know, one of my big Disney like go to di- times of each year because it is so much fun. Um, and I can't wait for Tiki Land Day. Hopefully I'll be able to make it to that. Uh, I'm planning on it. So um, I cannot wait. Uh, we did. I did do a post because I'm really, you know, I like interacting with everybody. And so I wanted to know what everybody, if you know, what people's uh, uh, reactions were to Adventureland Day. So we got a couple comments on our Instagram. So let me just bring that up real quick. Uh, Skipper Freddy commented, uh, "The Disneyland event was fun from end to end. Everyone was so friendly. You couldn't help but feel like you were part of the Albert Falls family reunion. Amazing outfits, puns galore, and a spirit of adventure made it a day to remember." Huge mahalos to Tiki Tony, Lost Tiki, and Lost Tiki Girl, and the rest of the incredible Adventureland team. Let's do this again soon. I couldn't agree with you more, Freddie. Um, yeah, and I, I, I feel bad I, I wasn't able to say hi, but I, I did see you from afar. So, you know, and like I said, you did a great job uh, um, leading the Adventures uh, song. Uh, Tiki Rob Miller uh, commented, Everything Freddie said. Uh, yeah, uh, taking all the photos throughout the day and taking the group shot is always a treat. I had more fun with the crowd in the morning screaming from above the Jungle Cruise, getting the crowd participation. But those shots later in the day, I was pretty stoked. Um, yeah, if if you've seen the a lot of the posts uh, leading up to Adventureland Day and from Adventureland Day, a lot of those were done by uh, 
Tiki Rob Miller. So uh, great shots. And like you said, yeah, I, I missed the the first photo shoot, but I saw the photos and, and they just looked fun. Everybody's pointing everywhere. And I'm sure with, with the screaming, everybody that's walking through Adventureland Day is just like, what's going on here? So uh, thank you for the comments. Uh, let's see. Okay, then we got a comment from, uh, and like I said, these are all Instagram users. So Instagram user, your favorite cast member. Uh, it was amazing. Had so much fun seeing people who love the attractions like I do enough to sing a long and mouth the words. Uh, we got to love skipper puns. They never get old. Then she, which I totally agree with that. I love skipper puns. Actually, I, I if you saw our sinking uh, ship post, I, that was a big skipper pun and people seem to got a kick out of that. So anyways, uh, she also uh, continues with, uh, Went to the Disneyland Adventureland Day, now on to Tiki Land Day. Yes, I'm hoping I can make that. So uh, thank you for your comments. Uh, we also got annual pass holders. We loved every minute of Adventureland Day. What better way to meet new friends who admire everything Walt created for us to enjoy? 100%. I totally agree with that. And especially a, an attraction or a land like Adventureland Day or Adventureland. I mean, at Disneyland, it, it's you know, it's kind of known as the the small land of the park, so it's cool that like we can have so much fun with it and uh, expand. So, um, I got a few more. I'm trying to bring up. If you bear with me, I'm, I'm almost done here, so we can get to uh, Tony's talk. We got um. Uh, let's see. Here we go. So let's see. And this is from Instagram user Tiki Chippy. It was a blast. My wife and I had the honor of helping the organizers at the Disneyland event, and it was wonderful to see so many people happy and excited. Uh, sorry, it, the event, the wonderful to see so many people happy and excited. Everyone who came out was fun to work with. The costumes were all fun and creative, and even the park employees came alongside to help. It was a great day. Uh, then I kind of comment. Uh, yeah, kind of talking about the costumes and, uh, yeah. Okay. We just had a little conversation, but is yeah. Okay. Then we got another comment from Tiki Adventures Club. And this is cool because this is our, uh, our one comment that talking about the Walt Disney World event. And I'm sure most of you that listen to the show or follow us know that this is a double event. Uh, first it's at Disneyland, which was on the 1st of March. Then just recently, uh, yesterday on March 8th, was at uh, Disney World uh, Magic Kingdom. So uh, very awesome to have a, a Disney World comment. And like I said, this is from a Tiki Adventure. Uh, uh, my phone just turned off. E Disney Adventure Club. Uh, I attended the Adventureland Day at uh, Walt Disney World. What a fun adventure. The host did a good job of organizing the event. Uh, through many participants, didn't follow directions. Groups were not evenly divided. Uh, it's hard to do that, but uh, I totally understand. Uh, the event still went accordingly to schedule, and we had a fun scavenger hunt with, with a deciding activity. Themed to the JNC circa 1931. Uh, we also got private Jungle Cruise boats, and groups went in phases uh, to the Tiki Room. Prizes and swag were above and beyond what I expected for a free event. Because of the relatively small number of attendees, about 150, 
Nearly everyone got a Tiki Tony pin. Um, I myself got a bag with stickers, signs, and prints from various vendors. Oh my, the cosplays. <laughs> I saw some of those too from uh, Florida. You guys, man, you, you guys got game over there. So like, hopefully I can make it to one of those events. Uh, let me finish this. So uh, the cast members uh, have been talking about us for days. I really hope to uh, attend next year either in Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Um, again, thank you, uh, Tiki Adventure Club. Uh, yeah, the costumes in Florida and Disneyland, I mean, everybody Good job. I mean, these are amazing. Um, so, uh, yeah, thanks for everybody that commented. Um, I think I, let me double check. I don't have another one. Um, before I, I let that go, if you went and didn't comment, let us know what you thought. Uh, you know, it, like I said, it was, it was one of the funnest times I've had. And uh, one of those things I will always tend to support and enjoy and plug and you know i'm I, hopefully you didn't even help out who knows <laughs> but yeah it looks like that's about it so um you know so i want to go back to uh like i said great time and uh let us know what you thought uh, a few shout outs before i leave uh once again um uh andre beth izzy uh always fun to hang out with you guys uh hope to hang out soon uh lost tiki girl and nice running into you Krista, you guys know her as Chic Tiki Chick. Uh, we hung out and met up. Um, it was nice seeing her again. And um, uh, Skipper Chuck, Skipper Freddy. I uh, ran into this. I didn't run into. Uh, let me start over. Uh, Alex, uh, host of the Backside of Water podcast. A great uh, love for Adventureland and uh, Adventureland Day. Um, that an awesome event. Uh, I wish I was able to make it, <laughs> but uh, ran into him the day before Adventureland Day, so that was really cool. Of course, uh, Tiki Tony and the crew, um, Tiki King, I mean, running into all you guys. Of course, Udi, uh, having always run to uh, Disneyland with him is always a blast, so um, I cannot wait for the next event. Uh, you guys, if you're new to this uh, podcast and uh, the Instagram, you know, you'll be seeing posts throughout the year uh, for Adventureland Day. So, uh, yeah, so now we're going to go to um, my talk with uh, Tony, Tony Hannock of the uh, Adventures Club uh, comic. And uh, like I said, he gives us a little, uh, I'll call it the 101 on the Society of Adventures. And oh, <laughs> I'm a little tired. I'm sorry. But uh, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So I hope you guys enjoy this uh, little interview. All right, so I'm happy to have uh, back on, well, back to the Disney universe, but first time on our Tiki Cast show as a good friend of the show is uh, Tony Hannock. He's the creator of the Adventures Club comic, and he is uh, going to be telling us a little bit history and story behind the SEA, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So, hey, Tony, welcome to the spinoff show, the Tiki Cast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um again or brand newly yeah, yeah I, i've done that a couple times it, it's the same little uh we're a spinoff so you're back you're your family of the show like I, I mentioned last time so uh yeah well i truly appreciate it and uh it's exciting to be back and awesome to have you back so uh thank, thank you for taking the time to talk to us because uh I, we were talking about before uh we were recording but um uh the sea uh is, is kind of going in with our adventure land day uh recap show and um, 
I thought I'd have somebody that is in the know of the uh, SEA uh, kind of tell us a little bit about it. Um, I know I got some friends that know nothing about it, so I was trying to point out stuff at Disneyland, and I'm like, uh, just listen to the podcast in about a week or so. So um, <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> but, yeah, um, uh, the show's yours. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? I'll do, like, a quick run-through, and then um, we can we can do some Q&A. Awesome. But, uh, basically – um, to start, I guess I just have to ask the audience, you know, did you know that Disney has this uh, sort of secret society within all of its theme parks and even possibly some of the movies? Um, we're not sure how long it's been happening, but maybe it started as Easter eggs for Imagineers for their own amusement. Um, but one thing's for sure, since about 2013, this mysterious group of explorers and adventurers started a bit unveiling themselves in Tokyo Disney Sea. And the way that happened was uh, this new ride opened in 2013 called Mystic Manor. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like the Haunted Mansion. Um, and it was based on two main characters, Lord Henry Mystic and his monkey, Albert. Um, and the neat thing is if you're walking through the queue, there's lots of artifacts and whatnot. But then you're starting to see a bunch of photos um, and you'll see a lot of familiar faces now. But back then, this was kind of brand new. Um, and one... A few of those photos, you saw this character named Harrison Hightower. And the significance of this is that he was actually a character from an existing ride in uh, Tokyo Disney Sea called the Tower of Terror. Mm -hmm. Now, over there, they don't have the Twilight Zone, so they had to retheme it with their own character. And uh, it's with this villain named Harrison Hightower. So when I first started writing the Adventurers Club comic, um, it was this was all the story that was available. Um, you know, Lord Henry Mystic and Harrison Hightower. And knowing that these two rides were linked, it was really exciting. And it was this, uh, this is the story that I wanted to tell. And then since writing this story, so many things have happened. So um, also in the queue, you'll see pictures of other familiar names or faces. So one of those being Mary Oceaneer, um, there's Barnabas T. Bullion and Dr. Albert Falls and so many more. And if you know some of those names, uh, Mary, Mary Oceaneer is, uh, is one that you'll probably recognize. One of the labs on the Disney Magic is named after her, the Oceaneer Lab. Mm. And then she also has a ride in Typhoon Lagoon, which is at Walt Disney World, called Misfortune Falls. Um, and then there's also references to her in the Skipper Canteen restaurant in Disney World. Um, if you look at Barnabas T. Bullion, he is the president of the Big Thunder Mining Company, which is, you know, from Big Thunder Mountain. And uh, his resemblance, he looks a lot like Tony Baxter, who's the Imagineer <laughs> who created the ride. This is pretty cool. Yeah, I, think I remember um, that. I noticed that from the uh, Big Thunder Mountain comic book that was out a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, the, they really tied the SEA into that comic book. So to your point, they're really starting to – they started with two rides – um, and then they started expanding out to the cruise lines, to comic books, and to other stories. Um, if you look at other characters in this queue, you'll see um, a character who's unnamed but looks a lot like Danny Elfman. Mm. Who's the, <laughs> he's, the, he's a famous composer who does, who's done a lot of scores for Tim Burton. Oh, yeah, one of my and, favorites. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he actually did the music for Mystic Manor. So there's a lot of... Um, you can see how the Imagineers are kind of having fun with making these imaginary characters after famous uh, Disney Imagineers. Um, 
Another person you may recognize is Dr. Albert Falls. And this is where it gets really interesting, (laughs) I think, because he's the guy who started the jungle navigation company for the Jungle Cruise. Yes, Um, Yes. And then (laughs) if you have ever been to Disney World and have eaten at the Skipper Canteen, it's a Jungle Cruise restaurant, themed restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll notice that it's actually owned by Alberta Falls. So that's his granddaughter. Um, and it's a, it's a pretty cool restaurant. It has a lot of rooms. It has a lot of different uh, um, treasures and trinkets and also things that link to the SEA members, like uh, the Fez hats from different characters. So you'll see Lord Henry Mystic um, and a few other characters' Fezes on display. Um, and also in the restaurant, if you go, there's this bookshelf in the, in, in, in the middle of the restaurant, and if you trace the corner of the Jungle Book, it actually opens a secret passage and there's a little compartment in there, a little dining area for SEA members. It's kind of cool. (laughs) Yeah. And if you look at my comic, you'll actually see that there's a secret passage. They open up with the very same book, the jungle book. Um, I just, yeah, I wanted to put that reference in there. Um, Another cool thing you may recognize from Alberta Falls, from the Skipper Canteen, is that if you watch the new Jungle Cruise trailer, Mm -hmm. or the first Jungle Cruise trailer, because I think there's a few out now, um, very quickly, if you see the package that um, Emily Blunt's character gets, on the the letter it says from A Falls. Yeah, I noticed that, and I got all excited when I pointed that out. I'm like, I saw that. I thought it was Albert Falls, obviously, but I was like, oh, A Falls, and... And my friends well, look at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. That's that's part of being like, you know, Disney geek cred, right? Exactly. It's so cool. <laughs> Maybe it is Albert Falls and not Alberta. It really depends on what timeline they decide to go with. Exactly. We'll find out real soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, once they started linking rides with Mystic Manor and Tower of Terror, it seems like every year they added a new ride or when they redid a ride, they added, they, they kind of rewrote SEA characters into it. Even like food carts, um, uh, Bengal Barbecue has a reference to the SEA into it. Um, you know, there are lots of members of the SEA now. So over the years, they've added um people to this. So Jock Lindsay is a uh, notable one. So he was the pilot in Indiana Jones. Um, If you go to Disney World, there's the Jock Lindsay hangar bar and it has a lot of Adventurers Club and SEA references in the bar, which is pretty cool. Um, One of my favorites is Trunked Ned in um, the fortune telling machine character. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very cool. I think he's connected in there's um, a series of kids' books based on the Jungle Cruise and his characters in there, I believe. Um, other notable people, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, you know, one of the greatest American presidents, uh, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but they, he gets attributed to the SEA quite often. Um, and then uh, a character named Meriwether Adam Pleasure, who may be a little less familiar to people, but if you were around Walt Disney World in the 80s and 90s, um, you might have gone to Pleasure Island, which was this uh, island of bars. Now it's downtown Disney, but before it was this like island of nightclubs and, you know, everything was kind of themed. And um, this is where the Adventurers Club comes into the story. So um, what happened was Meriwether Adam Pleasure actually built this whole town. Um, 
and uh, built Pleasure Island. And he had a library, and it was a personal museum. And then after a while, it was taken over by the Adventurers Club, I think in 1937, mm-hmm. they say. Um, and the cool thing was, in reality, this is this was an actual bar that you could go to, and they had um, live-action kind of role-playing um, cast members walking around as famous adventurers. Um, oh, cool. it, the cool thing was they were like, <laughs> it was so fun. There were songs, there were oaths, um, there were lots of like, um, you know, fun interactive uh, things that you could do. Like you'd sit on the bar stools, and sometimes they would lower down on you, or um, there was a cabaret show. It was so fantastic. It was one of the, you know, I have tons of fond memories of just hanging out at this place with my brother, um, you know, and you have some really uh, key characters such as Hathaway Brown, Otis Wren, Pamela Perkins, uh, Samantha Sterling, and many more. And the interesting thing is some people like Samantha Sterling, who is in my comic and same as Pamela Perkins, they're actually referenced in other famous bars in Disney and those famous bars are Trader Sands. <laughs> so if you go to either of the, the Trader Sands, so the one at Disneyland or um, the Grog Grotto at Disney World, if you look at the walls, you will see so many references to the SEA. You'll see framed photos and you'll see characters mentioning other characters on the walls, um, artifacts that come from the Adventurers Club or from other rides. Um, <laughs> Even things like the Nautilus, and it's trying to tie in Captain Nemo to the SEA. Yeah. Um, it's it's really neat. And, and you know, um, if you can ever go to the bar where there's room to move, yeah, exactly. I highly recommend <laughs> checking out the walls um, because it's, it's quite fascinating how they use these bars to kind of link a lot of these characters together. Exactly. Um, and having talked to Trader Brandon before on, on, you know, back on the show, it's like, Nothing in Trader Sam's is in there by accident. So, I mean, that's really cool to how they're just tying in everything. And that was just attractions, but, you know, with bars and restaurants and stuff, too. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, I mean, um, you know, you look at places like uh, the tro- Tropical Hideaway. They have oars that represent all the different characters from the SEA. Um, even if you go to Alani, mm-hmm. there are references to SEA members in Alani, which oh, I wow. think is really cool. Um, and then there's this uh, group of anti-SCA people called, I think they're called the Pillage, Pillagers Brigade, uh-huh. and they're kind of like a, an, an evil version of the, the SEA. They don't mention them too often, but I'm kind of hoping that those group of characters get revealed uh, further down the line. Um, and then I guess if you look at kind of other things that go along with the SEA, um, you have the Atlantean language. So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, like the Disney movie Atlantis. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, You may recall the, like the interesting hieroglyphic characters of the Atlanteans. Yeah. And um, these hieroglyphics are making their way into the Disney parks too. So if you go to, um, you know, the, 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 um, the, the ride in Typhoon Lagoon, um, Misfortune Falls. Actually, on the ride sign itself, it has Atlantean written in the life preserver. And on some of the other um, adventure land kind of rides, you'll see the Atlantean language written. 
And it's kind of become part of the culture now where people are embracing this language and using it on all kinds of artifacts and um, parts of their fan art and their stories. And I've been using it in mine as well. I just think it's um, a really neat part of the lore. And then I think finally some of the most interesting kind of far out there tie-ins is um, things like how the SEA can even extend into the Haunted Mansion, which is... Um, you remember Harrison Hightower from Tokyo Disney Sea? Yeah. Well, one of the one of the bride's husbands is named is George Hightower. Oh, so wow. So there's a theory. Yeah. So there, there's a theory that he's either a brother or a cousin to Harrison, um, and this ties the haunted mansion into the SEA story, which I think is really fantastic. Well, you know, that's super cool. Of, <laughs> isn't that neat? Like. I, I, I think this all started out as Imagineers really getting excited and trying to link rides for themselves. And then they get, um, they get really expansive and, and, and finally have started, you know, just having fun with it and letting all of us in on that, the, the fun. Um, now that's... you know, there's the connection to the, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go, fi- I'll, I'll go ahead and finish. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I tend to ramble, but, uh, you know, if you, it's like everything from the, the, the new Jungle Cruise movie to um, the new Soren that just opened in Tokyo Disney Sea has a new um, character named Camellia Falco. And, uh, you know, there's so many, many references to other movies and um, um, Disney things that it's just incredible. And there's a lot of great um, YouTube videos and podcasts and even in, in, in the comic uh I reference a lot of Disney things very subtly um, just because, uh, you know, I want to <laughs> put my contribution to the story as well, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I was just saying, uh, I mean, it's cool. I could totally see them doing that, uh, putting a little staple on different areas and lands because, you know, Disney's global and to, to spread those stories around. But when you're telling me about the Atlantean language, all I could think about was uh, years back when uh, – it was rumored that the submarines at Disneyland was going to be Atlantis themed. And, uh, yeah, but with the movie not being a box office hit, you know, be becoming more of a, a cult classic or picking up, you know, you know, becoming more of a, a fan favorite as the years went on. But I'm thinking like, cause there's so few SEA touches at Disneyland, except like you mentioned the Bengal barbecue and tropical hideaway, then, you know, Dr. Albert falls, but, you know, because at, at the time they were building that, I mean, that's I think around the time like Mystic Manor and all that other stuff was kind of coming around too. It's like we could have had like a big SEA presence <laughs> in Tomorrowland. Yeah, and, oh, I'm well, just so the, bummed now. <laughs> you know, right beside Tomorrowland at Disneyland, um, one thing that I added in my story, and I think it's linked somehow. But um, if you in 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 the comic, I actually attribute the. Uh, the Matterhorn expedition. Um, so if you're in the Matterhorn, you'll actually see um, a broken, a broken sled with, yeah. um, 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 I forget his, his, his name, but it's attributed to uh, the famous, uh, I think he was a president of, of Disney parks um, who was a, a, he was a pretty big explorer in real life. I think he had climbed all the big mountains in the world and um so they, when they redid the Matterhorn, they actually uh, named the expedition after him. And I actually placed that in the comic as well because it's like, well, if we can't have, you know, Tomorrowland, maybe we can we can still work in um, the Matterhorn. Which oh, is, yeah. 
Well, was that oh, I forget the gentleman that was pretty much partners with Michael Eisner? I'm trying to remember from the uh, Imagineering uh, documentary from uh, Disney Plus, and I, I think I yeah, remember seeing tr- that. I can't remember his name right now, but yeah, I I can't either. I'm just it's I can't believe it's it's just <laughs> you know uh, it's a little embarrassing that I forgot. Oh, oh no, it's uh, a, yeah. I feel like it's a name I should <laughs> I feel like I should know because. <laughs> but oh. uh, you know, and then the interesting thing is that. Uh, I've, you know, um, speaking of things that I've worked into, uh, into the comic, I've worked both you guys and in, into the comic. Yes. That, that was just, quite an honor. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? It's, 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 uh, something that is part of, of my process, which is, you know, the people who've been really supportive, um, throughout, uh, this adventure and, and, and putting up with my, uh, lateness sometimes, uh, <laughs> and, and just being really supportive. I, I, you know, I like to put them, uh, into the comic as, as, as much as I can. And I've put like five or six people who are kind of in this, um, in this sphere, you know, whether it's like Tiki Tony or, um, right guardian or Charles Thatcher, or flying Jack Grayson, like I'm putting all of these kind of characters in, um, because you know, or Skipper Dan, I really want to just add their stories to this story, um, you know, and even other Disney things that I love. Like growing up, uh, you know, I loved Bedknobs and Broomsticks, so I actually put uh, the spells <laughs> of Astaroth into into one panel because, um, you know, why not? Right? Exactly. Why not make that part of the the story as well? So, and now I can say um, I'm part of the uh, a little bit of the SEA lore now because of uh, yeah, your comics. Definitely. So. <laughs> yeah, and I know Ryan was I, like, "Oh my I'm god, that's the coolest sure thing ever!" Sound. He was excited. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you know maybe this will be ex- considered as um, you know like extended universe stuff, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know it's 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 something fun that I um, I really enjoy doing and really like helping out those people who've, who've, who've been a part of this uh, kind of fun journey. Oh yeah, and um, and it's, it's amazing to. S- Sorry. Oh, no, keep going. I keep, I keep cutting you up. Keep going. <laughs> oh, no, no, no worries. I was just going to say, uh, you know, the, and the, 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 the greatest thing about it is just, you know, when I first started, it was just the two rides that were connected. Um, and since then, there's this whole universe of stories, not only from Disney, but from, um, you know, the people who do Adventureland Day and cosplayers. And, you know, there's even... Um, uh, the other day I found uh, a pot, like a thing on YouTube called the societies hmm. and uh, people, the, this is just something that came out and it's a story about SEA as well. And it's kind of like a um, radio play comic uh, thing. That's really cool. So, oh, nice. um, you know, every year there's more stories and more people and it's becoming this really big thing. It's so, it's so wonderful to be, a part of this uh this group of people who all love you know adventure and tiki and adventure land and um secret societies i guess yeah and it's cool how like it touches and not just like the disney stuff but you know jock lindy you know from indiana jones is part of it like you mentioned and you know who else are they going to start throwing in to this society and is is the jungle cruise movie gonna maybe glimpse a little bit because i i asked i forget who i asked but i'm like do you think we'll ever see like a SEA movie or like a, a series of movies because there's so much that can be done. And I think people will really uh, gravitate towards it since it's something original to Disney, which hasn't been around, you know, in a while, it seems like. Yeah. You know what? I, 
I think you're onto something there. I think, um, you know, we already saw a little bit of a tie-in in that trailer for the Jungle Cruise. And I wonder, you know, if you look at the building in the trailer, it looks an awful lot like the Adventurers Club. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if this movie does well, if the next movie you'll actually see more characters. And maybe they'll start doing a Marvel thing where it's like, hey, the, you know, maybe they'll introduce Henry Mystic or Harrison Hightower and then they'll spin off into another movie. I don't know. But it's 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 pretty exciting. <laughs> no, like, it is. And I, I keep I, going back to the Big Thunder Mountain comic because that was such a great comic. And I think that would be a good uh, st- uh, structure for a movie and then tying in with the SEA and then, like you said, the Mystic Manor. And uh, it, it could be a, a Disney can have their own original, like, MCU <laughs> going yeah, on. Yeah, and then, that would be incredible. You know, it's 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 almost um, mind-blowing, um, you know, to think only uh, a handful of years ago that it's just kind of this uh, uh, little thing and then it could turn into something so... Uh, adventurous and exciting and and yeah. you know it, it's it's neat to see so many people embrace uh adventureland day um i i can't wait to you know I, every year i've been meaning to go out but uh it's a little far for me so i have to um start planning maybe now uh, yeah <laughs> <for> next year's <laughs> yeah my friend that came with me he was like he was excited for it then he didn't realize it's like as big as it was not as big but how many people were there and I got to walk around the whole park finding clues. Yep. <laughs> you know, just, and, but uh, he had a blast. And of course, ending it at Trader Sam's can't go wrong with that, but yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We had a great crowd at Disneyland. It looked like they had a great crowd at Disney world. So, and, uh, I'm kind of envious because mm-hmm. they get two, two events a year at Disney world. So. Yeah. You know, I, I, it, it's almost like, you know, if you just had enough money, you could do all three. And I think that would be, absolutely incredible i know i think there were a couple people last year who did both um disneyland and disney world because they were separated by a week yeah um (laughs) and 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 i envy those people because uh i think that would be really cool to see you know the difference between disneylanders uh and disney worlders um and and the, the the really cool like scavenger hunt and treasure hunts that they go on i mean they tiki tony and um you know, uh, Charles Thatcher put on such a, and, and Wright Guardian put on such an amazing experience. Like you can win prizes and there's, uh, well, you know more about uh, it than I do because you've actually lived it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 like I said, both times have been two of the funniest times I've ever had at Disneyland. I really want to go to Disney World just because uh, one thing that, that I've noticed is uh, more, there's more in character people like, you know, Charles Thatcher and uh, his whole squad and group of people. So I, I want to interact with them, of course. I've had him on the show. So I'm like, oh, and that, that's the one difference is everybody at Disneyland is just themselves, which is nothing wrong with that because there's a lot of good people like, you know, Tiki Tony and Chris Bomono and Skipper Freddy and all those guys. So everybody's a character as themselves as it is. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's true of most Californians. You guys are, are characters. Yeah. <laughs> but but you're right in, in Disney World. And you know what I think it is? I think it's because of the Adventurers Club that yeah. um, really inspired the, like, I hate to use the term cosplayers, but like, you know, Charles and, and, and Ian and, um, and, and and the whole crew yeah. to actually become these characters, you know, um, like Stuart becomes Charles and, and uh 
Um, I think that's because of the, the adventurers club. Like I can't tell you how neat it was to <laughs> go to this bar. Like, first of all, um, you know, if you if you didn't know what it's like, you can go on YouTube and there's tons of videos and stuff like that. But it was so fun. Like, you know, you go into the mask room and there are masks that would talk to you and have conversations <laughs> with you. And um, the, the 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 characters, you know, the giant characters uh, on the walls and the puppet, like there's uh, animatronic characters. Uh-huh. Um, and the, the cabaret was incredible. It's very interactive and funny and like um, – all kinds of funny magical moments like tours of the treasure room or, um, you know, even the different maids, the, the French maids would walk around and they, they do uh, silly little interactive things with you. And, um, you know, it was just, you stepped into a different world, uh, there. And I wonder if that really inspired, um, uh, the, the Walt Disney world adventurers to become full characters because, uh, um, you know, they, it, it really is when you go there, uh, quite, quite the event and quite the performance that you are partaking in. Yeah. I, Cause I think it, it seems from just what I've noticed around, you know, just social media and everything that it seems like it, it kind of took off in Florida first and cause Adventureland at Disneyland so small and they, we, you know, we didn't have the extended bangle barbecue. We only had the little walk up counter and that was it. Then. Uh, Tropical Hideaway was there, so it seems like in the last couple of years, since they've kind of slowly expanded Adventureland here, it's been kind of taking off a little bit more. Especially since you know tying it in with like the tiki culture that's in a uh, like Southern California. But I'm I'm happy. It's 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 still really enjoyable. So, <laughs> and I like that there's there's difference to them too. So that makes them a little unique. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that makes me sad is I wish uh, Walt Disney World had uh, Indy as well. Oh yeah, I noticed that even people couldn't dress like like him, and they're really strict on that. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's his costume alone is just one of the most uh, recognizable adventurers' costumes out there. So yeah, and and I forget his name, but he was uh, hanging out with uh, uh, the crew from Backside of Water. Uh, it cosplay. Uh, Ah, I forget his name, but he had a spot-on Indiana Jones uh, uh, costume throughout. And uh, there was a couple Indiana Joneses. Then there was a uh, Papa Jones was there, too. So it was cool seeing a guy dressed up like him. Uh, yeah, hopefully you could get to uh, one of the events uh, uh, next year. So, Of course, I'm, rooting, I'm hoping for the Disneyland event so we can hang out. But I'll try to make it to Florida, yeah. too. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Well, I usually make it to Disneyland in the fall, but, uh, you know, uh, next year, April, I think uh, what I might do is just I don't think I'll be traveling too much this year. So I think I'll save my pennies and see if I can do both coasts. Oh, that that would be fun. And I, I would like say I'm, I was trying to do Disney World this year, but it was kind of tough. But because my niece is a, a cast member over there, so I could try to sleep on the couch. Oh, that's or something. really cool. <laughs> yeah, she works at the Caribbean uh, Oh, over there at the hotel. So. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, that's a nice hotel. So, well, I'm very cool. I've been definitely interested in everything about the SEA, and you even sparked a couple stuff that I even like. I don't say I, I hadn't seen before, like the Atlantean language and the Haunted Mansion tie, and that's that's ah, man. Not, now my brain is just like exploding because I'm just like all these ideas, and I can imagine your ideas that you know as a comic creator. Um, and speaking of your comic, uh, you, you've kind of brought up a few of the storylines, but. Uh, you're starting a new chapter here. Uh, you just started the chapter three, right? 
Yes, you know, um, it's funny because over the past six months, um, you know, I've gone through a lot of uh, life changes and been a lot of uh, on a lot of adventures myself. So from going to Hawaii to Panama um, and, uh, and and then a few other places too. just really lucky getting to do a lot of um, exploration travel, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then having some kind of life things, too, where I bought, you know, my first place. Uh, my first condo and moved into that. And, and, and uh, uh, so a lot of things have kind of come up over the past six months that have had uh, a big impact on, on, on the comic, but uh, I'm finally back at it full swing and uh, started chapter three. And this really begins what I would call the, like the, the jungle true cruise inspired part of the story. Oh, nice. um, so they're getting out into the Amazon and um, you start to see who the, the villains of the story are you get to meet some familiar faces from the jungle cruise um in the next few pages you're going to see someone who is um arguably one of the coolest disney characters which is trader sam oh, of course um, <laughs> yes and uh you know and i've even added a few of his his crew so uh you know i'm trying to expand on the story a little bit too which is you know um how did sam get there and uh you know uh, what is his crew like and, and what would a, a grog grotto kind of look like for t- Trader Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're going to also start seeing um, some of the, the, the bigger story of the comic unveil. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to, for people to get, you know, the first bit of the story is really building up and setting the foundation, yeah. you know, showing the adventurers club and you get to meet all the characters and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's kind of like in Harry Potter when, when he first gets to um, Hogwarts. Uh, but then after about, you know, half an hour into the movie, the story really picks up. And that's that's where we're getting to right now. So it's so it's a really exciting time um, for the comic. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really now that my life is uh, settled back into some really good routine. It's I'm just focused on it 24 uh, seven. So stay tuned for new pages coming soon. Cannot wait. Yeah, it's, it's definitely enjoyable, and and I'm not just saying it because like like we mentioned that you put us in it. So, but <laughs> like, no, it's, it's just a real fun story. And like, uh, I know I asked you this last time, but like, uh, I guess pretty much a year later. But uh, kind of like, what where, where, where are your goals, or what do you what do you kind of hopes for the uh, comic? Well, yeah, actually, it's a great question. <laughs> One year later, yeah. Um... My goal for the comic uh, this year is I really I've written the first thirty percent of the story uh, word for word script perfect, um, and then the rest of the story is all bulleted. So my goal for this year is to finish that first third. So we've got about maybe fifteen more pages to consider chapter three done, um, and then I want to finish just writing the whole script. Um, so that 2021, I think I can finish the entire story. Um, if we, if, if, if I could get to the end of, uh, this, this story, uh, by the end of next year, that would be absolutely wonderful. And once again, I'll put the call out to people that if you're an illustrator and you're interested in helping out or, um, um, you know, uh, any kind of creative person and you want to be a part of this, just let me know. I'm always looking for help and, uh, because you know how it is. I mean, uh, um, 
when you do if, if it's a one or two person show it can it can take a little bit longer because it's uh it's a lot of work oh yeah <laughs> and I'll, I'll definitely pass pass that along too so i i, I know some creative so I'll, I'll see if anybody would if i was artistic i would t- definitely want to jump on that <laughs> yeah definitely definitely well it's uh you know, it's it's really fun. I mean, it, it started out as kind of an experiment to to tell this story. Um, I didn't really know how to draw before, and and um, so I have been spending a lot of time learning how to draw and how to write comics and make comics. And uh, so it's been kind of an experiment uh, throughout the whole process. And uh, you know, I highly recommend if if people have stories, whether it's SEA or you know fan fiction or even podcasts like get out and do it and yeah. uh <laughs> enjoy your creativity and don't be afraid of the quality you know if you look at um even the latest pages that i do I'm, i i still see all the mistakes um <laughs> and uh and you know what you, you got to love the mistakes because they, they they get you to uh an even better future you know oh absolutely yeah that, that that's that's a great great uh yeah, I was gonna say that. I can't see. I'm trying to say that was great words or great saying, and I can't even think of something to say to that. that yeah, I totally agree <laughs> with that. And uh, I think, yeah, that was awesome, um, Tony. Uh, man, thank thank you again for coming on the show, uh, giving us your insight on the SEA and your comic. Uh, like I said, big fan of it, and I'll be you got a forever supporter here, um, and your family to the show now, of course. You know, so you're you're the first. Oh, uh, see, I'm fumbling on my words already. Uh, but um, yeah, hopefully you could, uh, we could run into each other in San Francisco, uh, do some tiki crawls. And uh, before I let you go, though, can you let our listeners know like where they can find the comic or where they can follow you on social media? Sure. Um, mainly uh, adventurersclubcomic.com, which is the, the, the comic. Mm-hmm. But I'm also heavily engaged in Instagram, and that's Adventurers Club Comic as well. And uh, on Facebook, we do something a little bit different. It's still Adventurers Club comic, but I post a lot of actual um, things going on in the modern world uh, regarding adventurers and uh, um, historical relevant stuff like things on Amelia Earhart or, you know, um, um, Easter Island statues or uh, I have a great post that I'm going to put up soon about – recreating ancient music um through modern technology and stuff so oh, cool. on facebook it's a little bit different we still we do talk about the comic but um ideally adventurersclubcomic.com awesome yeah and i'll definitely put all that in our show notes so well you you mentioned uh, amelia Earhart. i just had, i gotta bring this up uh another shout out to uh my friends that i was hanging out with at adventureland day uh andre and beth uh they were kind of like uh, dressed up as the uh i don't know the proper name but they're like old-timey pilots you know, had the leather hats and everything, and uh, oh, that's and their daughter uh, came with them this year, and uh, I think I forget her age. She's about maybe like six or seven, but she was, uh, you know, was dressed up as well, and she was dressed as Amelia Earhart. So, <laughs> so she had a blast just, at her first Adventureland day. <laughs> that's super cute, and and it's good to see that uh, you know adventure is out there no matter what age you are. Exactly. Uh, well, once again, Tony, thanks for, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, can't wait to have you back on again real soon. Yes, well, thanks for having me on, and and thanks, you know, uh, thanks for considering me family. I I consider you guys family as well, and uh, um, I look forward to talking to you and hanging out once more. Absolutely. All righty. So uh, 
once again, I hope you enjoyed that. That was such a fun talk. Uh, I, if you get, if you could tell, I mean, we, we could have gone on for hours actually after we stopped recording, we, we still were talking for a while. So, uh, Tony is such a great guy. Check out the comic, uh, follow his page. And like he mentioned, uh, if anybody, you know, has a creative mind, a love for art, would like to get a, get into maybe some drawing, uh, contact him. He's always looking for some hands to help with some story and some, uh, animations and art and stuff. So, uh, if you'd like to try that out, like just give him, give him a, give him a holler. Tell him a Joey from the Tiki Cast sent you. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. I am super, super pumped about the possibility of the SEA showing up at Juggle Cruise, and who knows what what in the future. And I also want to give a special shout out. I, I mentioned them earlier. Uh, Backside of Water. They also did a really, really uh, cool. Uh, episode, a recent episode on a kind of like the history of the the SEA also. So check that out if you haven't already. That's a great show and great, great. Uh, I I'll call them the great crew. Uh, there, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just uh fumbling for words here, but um that that is it for our episode five. Um, like I said, we were off in February, so we hope the wait was a little worth it. Uh, this was a pretty loaded show. It was a, it was a real fun show, and um. Uh, we like I said, just love the interaction and let us know what you guys felt about Adventureland Day at Disneyland or Disney World. Um, coming up next month uh, for our April show, I'm working on a few uh, a few more guests. Um, I, we're definitely going to record a little bit from uh, the uh, event happening at Jungle Bird that I mentioned earlier with a uh, skipper Christian and Raymond. And uh, or I don't know if. You know, you know, it's hard to tell when you're in California if it's Raymond or Ramon, but <laughs> you'll be a new friend here for the show, definitely. So we'll record from there. We're building up to Tiki Land Day and uh, might have some correspondence that are going to Arizona Tiki Oasis. We'll give us a little uh, rundown of what's going on there. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can, like I said, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show, uh, subscribe to uh, on the Disney Universe podcast feed uh, anywhere you find your podcast. And um, you can leave us a review on Apple uh, Podcasts. I believe they're the only ones that allow reviews. So uh, our shows are stuffed uh, in, in between our regular shows on that site. So uh, reviews would be nice because I don't know. I know there's a few Tiki podcasts, but I don't know if there's a few Disney Tiki podcasts. I know there's one based out of Florida, but, you know, we're kind of trying to reach the whole community. And, uh, and, and think, you know, I was kind of jotting down the show and something popped in my head that, like, I love doing this show because I've always, and you know, I mentioned it on our first episode, but like I kind of gave my Tiki story that I've always been into Tiki and the culture and everything. And then, you know, when we have guests on and, and one thing I thought about is like, I want to know where your guys' Tiki story. Um, you don't have to be an artist, a bartender, a skipper. Um, just what you have a love for Tiki what, how did that start? I'm I'm just really interested because I feel like um, uh, being a podcaster and, you know, doing the Disney, I'm trying to uh, uh, spread out my love for Disney and, and to and some extent, some knowledge and stuff. But I'm still new to the Disney Tiki community. And I want to say I'm, I'm still new to the Tiki community in general because I didn't know until about two years ago that there was actually a community. Like I mentioned uh I'm kind of rambling now, but I just kind of, this thing popped up in my head. Um, 
yeah, when I when I mentioned I lived in Portland for 15 years, had no idea there was a, a tiki convention or con, and until I moved back to California, and I was like, whoa, that's I had no idea. So I feel I'm, I mean I feel like that um, this particular podcast is almost like my education into the world of tiki that that I love, but I had no idea that it was this big or or and uh, even existed. And especially running into people like at Jungle Bird, they got the Sacramento Ohana, which I I got to make it to those meetings. They're not they're not meetings, they're they're meetups and hangouts and stuff. So, um, yeah. So, I feel like yeah, th- th- this this podcast is almost like Joey's education into the world of tiki because it, it's 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 something I've always loved, but just just I'm 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 just soaking up the sponge, you know, being introduced to new artists. A bands even uh the music that's out there and uh mixologists and you know uh designers and everything is just so I, I think this is kind of like my outlet and the reason why i'm doing this show um and i i think that's awesome so and i know there's a lot of you like me that have been in a tiki you know 20 30 40 years or one two or three years and you know what it doesn't matter we're, we're all here for a reason uh, me and Krista were even talking recently that like, uh, if you heard our show, uh, episode four from the jungle bird, I was talking about, you know, Brandon from geeky tiki's and, and she's talked to the people that like, Oh, I don't like those. Cause those aren't tiki. You know what? Yeah, they are. And, and basically he's like, don't be a jerk, <laughs> you know, cause people, it, that doesn't, that doesn't belong in the, um, uh, in the community. And she, she had a funny story, uh, and if you follow her, you, you you probably saw her story about the uh, interaction at a tiki bar. But I won't, I won't get into it. But um, anyways, <laughs> all that is basically going to. I'm going to be starting this new segment. Uh, what's your tiki story? And so I'm going to do a post, and you know, let us know. And you know, if you want to tell us your tiki story, contact me, and I will have you on the show. And so that'll be an ongoing thing. So uh, I just want to thank everybody for. Uh, your support, your comments, your interaction, uh, new friends that I made at uh, Adventureland Day. Um, can't wait to hang out with you guys again. Old friends I saw at Adventureland Day. <laughs> of course, until next time, uh, we'll hang out. So, um, once again, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you hope you enjoyed the show. And all I gotta say is aloha and mahalo. Mm-hmm.